Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. <laughs> I'm Angie. Angie I'm Temple. Your side piece. For yes. Tonight. Because this is a special episode. Super special. We are going to talk about the Delphi murder case. Yes. Investigation. Shit show. Cluster fuckery at its finest. Yes. I mean, it's Indiana, so yeah. what can you expect from the Hoosier State other than... There's more than corn. Yeah, well, here. beer pong, murder. cornhole, murder, methamphetamines. No. <laughs> Crystal Methodists. Creek Boys. Yes. And a lot of kitty porn. So And guns. And guns. Well, everyone's got guns, though. Oh, okay, that's true. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Did you watch... You listened to the... Document leak on the Murder Sheet podcast. Yes, I did. What did you think? Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> Where do I start? Okay. <laughs> people, I'll put it this way. Sandra explains it better, but people have some splaining to do, and we're going to break that down. What did you think? I Okay. Well, first off, let me, because I found a the arrest affidavit that the Indianapolis State Police sent to the Miami County Sheriff's Department yes. to arrest Keegan Klein on August 19th, 2020. Right. So three years after they raided his house in Peru. Three years. So three years. Since police are allowed to lie in investigations and when they're interrogating suspects, we really don't know what was true and what wasn't. Right. I mean, what you they can, knew and what they didn't. And you can kind of pick up on some of the stuff that was yeah. true and what's not. But in an arrest affidavit, the police can't lie. So when they arrested him, or they didn't actually arrest him, they raided his house. And questioned him. And questioned him. And what he admitted to, and this is in the affidavit, he admitted to making the Anthony Schatz account that he registered um, on Snapchat July 20th, 2016. So six months before the murders. Yes. And he also... Um, registered a Instagram account, I do believe, on July 14th, 2016. Yeah. So it was both of them back-to-back right before the murders. Well, six months before the murders. And he... I Also, I got this affidavit from the Daily Beast or Daily Mail somewhere over in the UK. So the Daily Mail. I don't know which one it was. The Daily Beast is political, and it's USA, and the Daily Mail is UK. So it had to be the Daily Mail. I think so. Whichever one it was, I'm going to... if I'm wrong... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to post... I'm going to post the affidavit on my Comedy's Dead Facebook page, if you would like to read it. Most of it's redacted, yes. but there's still some really good stuff in here. Hidden so, gems. Um, what he admitted to was speaking and soliciting nude photos from underage females. Yes. Both... Females that he didn't know and girls that he knew personally. Yes. Which is really creepy. Classy dude. That is predatory behavior. Yes, I agree. It's both, but it's one thing to be sitting at someone's house with their family that you know, you know, watching WWE or going fishing or whatever they do up in Miami County and Carroll County. That sounds right. That's, yeah. That sounds I grew right. up around there, so yeah. tr- it's Creek Boys, I'm telling you. Yeah. And we'll get into that because the girls were found on the Creek's edge. Yes. Okay, and it's it was Deer Creek was the name of the creek. Yes, and I don't know if you guys know this, but Deer Creek runs from Delphi, where the High Bridge is. Right, and you could follow that all the way into Young America. You could walk all the way up to Highway was it two nineteen I think, yes. and take that to 
to 18 or something, which is right where Keegan's mother lived at the time of the murders in yeah. Young America. I mean, I don't think he would have walked that far, but I'm just saying it's a straight shot. I'm telling you, I'm from around up there. I know what I'm talking about. But anyways, um, so he admitted to talking to these girls. Yes. And uh, basically what he would do is he would meet them on Instagram and then he would convince them to go talk on Snapchat because the data is deleted. It's deleted. I mean, I never did Snapchat, so I'm not super familiar with it. But I think Snapchat is for people that are having affairs. Okay. Or people that want pictures of underage girls. Probably. So I think and when you when you really dive deep into this and it, they don't call it kitty porn anymore. Yeah. Now it's called uh, sexual abuse material or yes. child sexual child yeah. sexual abuse material. Right. Is what it's it's called now instead of kitty porn. But this is a comedy podcast. So we're calling it kitty porn. Is it so that they don't get it confused with porn involving actual cats? Probably. I think that's important. Probably. I don't know why. I think just to drive home the point that it's sexually abusing children. Thank you. It's not just some. Which is no laughing matter. Yeah, it's not. I think maybe a long time ago before the advances of the Internet, people would get excited. They would have, you know, a picture of an eight year old or nine year old in the bathtub and they'd keep it tucked under their bed or in the basement. And then every now and then you'd get, you know, a 12 year old touching her crotch or something i don't know and you'd keep that in the basement and go look at it once a year yeah but now i mean there's a wide world yes and it's and it it, they have to find more what's the word i'm looking for more explicit images to get them off oh explicit's a good yes so it's it's like a drug you need more and more of it and anyway for it to work i guess i don't know i'm i'm not into it so anyways so that's what he was doing and he also admitted... I feel like I need to say that I'm not into it, too, and I didn't say that right away, and now it feels awkward that I said that, but I'm really not into it. I was shell-shocked when I was reading some yeah, of the gross. stuff. It's not It's no. It's not what I expect. I didn't it's think... It's not for the faint of heart. No, it's... And just a side note, since this is a comedy podcast, uh, a friend of mine, and I'm not going to name his name, went through a very expensive divorce because of Snapchat. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And the funniest part of that story is he never even got to bang the girl. It was just picture sharing. Oh, wow. So anyway. It's common. So watch out for Snapchat, married men. Anyway. I do. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. But okay. <laughs> so he, what do you, he admitted to speaking and receiving photos from yes. around 15 girls. And he estimates he got photos from all of them. And on one of his devices, they found... Over 100 photos and 20 videos of underage girls masturbating. and But it's not clear if out of these 15 girls that he got, if they were all from kids. Because if you know anything about this kiddie porn underground world, a lot of times it's men talking to other men. And yes. they're pretending to be kids. Yes. Like, uh, hi, I'm a 13-year-old. They're catfishing. Yeah, other, and they just... Is- they, and they share photos. Yes. They trade photos. It's like baseball yes. cards or something. But here's the thing. If you want people... Only way grosser. Yeah. And, and, it, and they're all rookie cards. Yeah. That's funny. That was good. Sorry. They're all rookie cards. <laughs> it's the white claw. But and if you want to keep trading with each other, you have to keep giving other... Right. These catfishers more photos. They don't want right. the same fire crotch. No. From 
that they all have. They right. they want more and more. Yeah. So if you're not giving it's like them gift bags, yeah. If you're not there giving has to them be more than five, and they can't just keep passing the same ones around. Yeah, it's regifting. You can't exactly. do that. Yeah. You have to keep getting new photos. Fresh material is. So then that's why they make these other accounts and they solicit, you know, young stupid girls on Instagram or yeah. Facebook or whatever. So he admitted to doing that. And um, I want to talk a little bit about the phones because they they retrieved six devices. Yes. Uh, from the house. All of these devices that had the kitty porn. And see, here's the thing. I don't I mean, when they went into the house. I'm assuming they also took the father's devices. Yes. That's anyone who lived there, they're getting all the devices. So I, we don't know what police said to Tony. Or Usually what, in this kind of an investigation, she says with knowledge gleaned from reading crime books, they do take all electronic devices from a home because there are chances that the person used their parents or their sister's yeah. or brother's device to do the same thing. So I, it's not like they just went in and got Keegan's and left. Right. I mean, and they were there all day. Yeah. And we have no documentation or interviews of what they said to Tony or asked him or what he said. Yes. And if you've listened to the Murder Sheet podcast where they play or they play... Shout out Murder Sheet. Yes. They, yeah. they do a little dialogue and pretend to be Keegan and, you know, the police. And... They say at one point that, you know, they they ask him something about his father and saying that during the original interview and that they have this on tape that the one of the lady FBI agents said that, you know, we're going to tell your father what you're into. And then Keegan's like, you never told my dad that we we, we were just under the assumption that I was a suspect or a person of interest mm-hmm. in the murders. So we don't know. We don't know if they told Tony about the kitty porn. Yeah. And don't forget, it takes a while. Some of these devices had passcodes. And so, that's kind of an important detail. Yes. Frankly, to not bring up, in my opinion. Exa- well, that yeah. and one, they wouldn't even have had all the evidence. They had to send it to a forensic lab to right. get all the evidence. Right. And him admitting to catfishing girls, yeah. he was 22 at the time. And this is, again, this is Peru, Indiana. I mean, it's not it's not uncommon for a 16 or 17 year old to date a 20 year old there. There's it's, nothing to do there. There's nothing. To, it's just That's creek really boys. important for people to understand. Yeah. There yeah. is nothing to do. Yeah. There's I mean, if you lived in Delphi and you wanted to go shopping to a mall, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have to drive to Lafayette. I think that's yeah. the closest. Yeah. I grew up in a town like this. Yeah. There's people fuck. That's all they do. That's all there is to do. You fuck and you eat and, and you do drugs and you do drugs. Yeah. That's all there is to do. And play sports. Why is it I always bring up drugs? I like it's drugs. always me that brings up drugs. I mean, I like drugs too, but. And he brings up drugs, and we'll talk about that yeah. too. So we don't know what the police said to Tony. And it also wouldn't be uncommon, even if they did, because he did admit to catfishing girls and getting new photos. Yeah. So when they got back home, he could have just been like, you know, I, I wasn't talking to the Delphi girls, but maybe I was trying to get her sister's photo. Or, right. And you might, and a, a dad might not think that's that big of a deal. Sure. Because when you think of the evidence that they finally retrieved from the right. devices, trying to get nude photos from a 16-year-old is not a big deal compared to this. And they're probably one generation away from marrying at 16. Yes. So to them, that that's doesn't perfect. seem like that big that of a deal. That is Carroll County. That's really true. They are feral. 
Yes. They're still feral. And I, I'm from around up there, and I just did a show in Burlington, Indiana, which is in Carroll County. Yeah. And let me tell you, when they don't let you finish a joke or a sentence, I mean, it's interactive. Like, they're like, this is our town. Right. And you're here to entertain us, and whatever we want to do, we're going to do. So, yep. and they want to finish your jokes and hoot and holler, and, you know, it's Trump country. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. So, yeah. Okay. Jesus, so, guns, and babies. Oh, yeah. yeah. They love babies. They do. They really do eat babies. They love their babies. Did you know they, I didn't, side note, when oh. I was reading this information about all the stuff that happens and you can go through and read, you know, FBI and police investigations yes. of people that have to go through all the videos and what, they really do eat babies. And it never occurred to me when QAnon and, you know, people make jokes about it. Right. I I was thinking, you know, they're barbecuing them. They're, you know, yeah. Tony the Tiger eating them for breakfast. I never thought of it in a sexual way. Right. So that is just the difference between yeah. men and women. Anyways, moving on. So. I'm just imagining pulling a lid off a silver platter. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe with an apple in its mouth. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah. But I was wrong. I was so too wrong. Many cartoons. <laughs> so one of the phones that they got, and all these were called Keegan's phone, Keegan yeah. Photography, Keegy, and whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so the Keegan iPhone was last utilized um, around November eleventh, two thousand sixteen. Keegan would have been twenty two at the time. This phone had a passcode and a pin code. Uh, the user communicated with teens as young as fourteen. He had two different accounts. He had an Anthony Shots or some other a mail mm-hmm. account. Or maybe he actually communi- communicated with people as Keegan Klein. Yeah. But he also used an Emily Ann. And he had numerous photos of girls ages 12 to 17. Um, anyway, so that's... Classy guy. Yeah, classy yeah. guy. Super classy. Um, the Apple iPhone 3G or... 3G. There would be. They didn't have a 3G. It'd be a 3C, wouldn't it? Anyways, it doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying. It's just an Apple iPhone. It was called Keggy. It was approximately used uh, May 23rd, 2015. So he's been doing this for a while, and he would have been 20 at the time. This device was secured with a passcode. There were numer- numerous usernames and emails on all of these devices. Um, what he would do on this one is, and this is this one is. I was confused about this. They said that this device had multiple user-saved screen captures of conversations. So I don't know the. I don't understand. So it could have just been so screenshots. Well, of... yeah, but it was screenshots. But it was they were able to trace it to mar- multiple users or multiple usernames. So do you mean so? Yeah, they were screenshotting. That is confusing. Snapchat. So they mean he was uh, using multiple names and talking to people and screenshotting those. I'm assuming logging in under multiple usernames. Okay, I see. So right. it wasn't, and I, you know what? I wonder. I bet people that are into this. Yeah. I bet that might be protocol. That way, if you ever do get caught, yeah. you have all these usernames. Right. That might. I never thought about it until. It's like for plausible deniability. Yeah. Like, I think I bet all these people yeah, have multiple I'm usernames. Cookie, but I'm not Esther Hansen twenty seven. <laughs> like yeah. exactly. Okay. So I think that's what it is. If but, you if there are Esther Hansens out there, I apologize. I just pulled that right out of my asshole. So he was screenshotting Snapchat, Skype. Yeah. Could you imagine being a young girl 
thinking you're going to Skype with some hot model or talk to some girl, and then it's just dark and you can't see anything, right. and you're there with no top on. Yeah. I think that's what they were doing, and then he yeah. was screenshotting it because there were some Skypes. Can you, you hear know. him going, oh, I can't get my video to work. Oh, you know, acting yeah, like probably. it's all a big threat. Let me try, you know, and she's just sitting there all topless and vulnerable. But out of these multiple uh, usernames, logins, and screenshots, one of the receivers or senders, I think sender, identified the receiver as Keegan. Yes. So he was also using his own personal name, right. probably not his picture. Um, and there were 27. <laughs> I'm going to guess not his picture. Yeah. There were 27 still images depicted of females who appeared to be at least 14 years old. And some of these 27 images were geolocated in Indiana cities, including Bunker Hill, Galveston, Indianapolis, Kokomo, Monterey, and Royal Center. So if you've listened to the Murder Sheet podcast, yeah. you know he talks to a family. Um, he talks about a family in Galveston. And Galveston is right next to Young America. Young America is literally 20 minutes from Delphi. So there's a, you know, so... This I, is a very yeah. small area so, that we're talking about. And here. this, this when you think about... And he said that he was very close with this family. Yeah. And he even admitted in the... Uh, the interview that he was talking to one of the young girls yes he admitted that so i think that's probably what this is related to yes and that's just so these are people known to him i mean this is like the new peeping tom like the window yeah. peepers that would or the people that jump out of the bushes jacking off or yeah. i mean they're sitting in your house with you and your family yeah. meanwhile they're getting images from your little kids that is yeah that is predatory that's not just yeah. you're trying to get some girl to send you a a nude with her bra no. on in the fucking bathroom sink or bathroom mirror. Right. Okay. So the and then there was like Samsung Galaxy S4 and some of these images they they had girls as young as twelve and thirteen. Some of them were doing stuff with adults. So I mean, it gets yeah yeah. So I mean, if you want to keep trading these images, that's not a child sending you stuff right. that they're doing with an adult. That's an adult. He could have gotten it from somebody else yeah i mean it's literally like you show me yours and i'll show you mine and you go first i don't know any teenage girl that is going to voluntarily share her like if she took a photo with an older boyfriend or i i mean i still still i'm naive i i would think that but i still send nudes and i've only done it with one person and i and i still do it and i don't know why the hell i do it but it's that comic that I met in Chicago. Ah, and he was yeah. 21. At the, well, 20. But I met him in a bar. I didn't know he was 20. He was, yeah. Anyway, but he turned 21 before I had sex with him in a few hours after I met him at a bar. Anyways. It but was his birthday it in was that his, window. It was his birthday. Yeah. Window. I didn't know that, though. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyways. so Happy birthday. I know. And but, you still trade nudes with him? Yes. Because he's in Austin now. So yeah. he'll message me some, like, out of the blue and he'll just be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Whatever. I'm in Austin. You should come hang out in Austin. I'd really love to see you. Yeah. And I get really excited. And then the next text will be like, hey, can I get some nudes? Just like that. And yeah. I'm like, sure. I shaved. It's right. perfect. And there I do. The timing. I, the timing. I, he might have a video camera I somewhere in my nudes. shower. Nudes. But I feel so. Tell me to stop. But I, I do it, and I don't know why. I think it's fun. I don't think it's fun. I just do oh, it because it's fun. It makes Come me feel on. good about myself because if I do go to Austin, I want to hang out with him. Right. 
But yeah, anyways, girls do stupid You're things. Just, you know, the problem is you've got to cut the supply off for a little while. Yeah. And then he'll want you to come down there. I doubt it. He's in Austin. Mm-hmm. And the age, I mean, I, yeah. I think he was probably just bored or was had yeah, COVID. We're about Austin, and Texas. And was being quarantined. Austin, Indiana, right? Austin, Texas. Okay. Just because yeah. we're talking about Galveston, which is a city in Indiana. I think the last time he was quarantined. So I was his last. You were like the, your, his supply. Bottom line, yeah. The, his nudie supply. Yeah. He's sexy. I yeah. like that. Okay. That what is the the last call when someone calls you like at 3 a.m. a booty booty call? call. And I personally think true love is a booty call. I answer booty calls. I know. I do not. There's sex on the other end. Mine's an awesome though, so I can't really get on my magic carpet and fly over there. But anyways, moving on. So that's pretty much what's on all the devices. And there were were notebooks. There were uh, iPad or iPod touches. There were uh, all kinds of other stuff. So I, I don't want to talk about all of them, but I want to talk about the Samsung Galaxy S5. And this is the phone that he had with him in Vegas. And he claims that he found this in a cab. Anyways, most of the stuff in the affidavit is redacted. It's blacked out. But um, this was called client photography. So I don't know why he would name it if he just found it in a cab in Vegas. Client. Klein photography. And then it was factory reset on February 23rd, 2017. And if you follow the Delphi case, you know they released the audio on February 22nd. So he finds, I mean, clearly it's a lie. He didn't find the phone. It was his phone. But he factory resets it a day after the audio was released. And if you've listened to the, the podcast, and you know they talk about him wanting to see go to the bunny ranch or find a prostitute or whatever and they make a big deal about how weird and odd that is because it's a father and son yeah and again we don't know if tony was in on this right i think he was the chances are probably really really good Good. he was but i think he was probably trying to get his son laid yeah i mean maybe keegan's a virgin don't you feel like that's kind of a weird tradition that fathers and sons don't talk about like there's a certain i'm not saying every father and son that's important that we indicate that but i do think there's a there it's it's a trope in movies and books the dad trying to get his awkward socially uh, maladjusted yeah. son laid by taking him to a hooker well they don't do it anymore like, because that now has it's... to be there has to be basis in reality because that has been used too many times in too many movies and stories and books yeah but anyway it's again it's that's my old well, in Miami County. Yeah. But still, it's it's all this, the same. But I don't think it's odd. I mean, I think it's odd, but it's not it's not out of it's the realm. It's not unheard of. It's not unheard of. Right. A lot of people do it. And if your son's an, a basement dweller <laughs> looking at kitty porn, I mean, I'm sure yeah. they were aware of stuff that was going on with this kid. Yeah. So maybe he just wanted to get his kid laid. There you go. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he thought if he got him laid you know him, yeah make him normal that's what i'm thinking so yeah. i don't think it's that odd and again we don't know what the hell tony said true so or what he's into so and then they they talk about searches on on the every the searches for the samsung galaxy and the affidavit are blocked out but in the interview on the meter murder sheet podcast he s- searches about the delphi case nonstop. apparently yes okay well he's in vegas supposed to be getting a blowjob from a hooker but whatever um you know what speaking of that have you ever oh god have you ever been going down on a guy or doing anything and look up and they're on their phone i only when i know that they're filming me i mean see i now that i'm because i'm 
talking about the comic that I met in Chicago, and there yeah. were several times. He, was he taking pictures or video? I just assumed or? he was playing Candy Crush. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I mean, I'm just not good at I'm just not good hey, at that type of stuff. It's technique. The technique. No. But you, now that I'm looking back on it, I think he might have been filming me. Yeah. So absolutely. Now I'm starting to get creeped out. No. Anyways, That's a compliment. No, it's it means not. you have a pretty, pretty, pretty top of the head. Anyways, <laughs> it's mortifying. And I and see, this is a thing about, I wanted to ask what he was doing, but I didn't. I just kind of ignored it. Right. So I could probably be on some amateur porn thing, Pornhub or whatever, because that's what uh, Joe Biden's son, yeah. Hunter Biden, Hunter, was doing. Right. He posted videos of him banging his sister-in-law after his brother died and her sister, and they were smoking crack. At least he waited until his brother died. Probably not. He was probably banging her while he was in the hospital. I mean, we don't know. It's. T- I bet. I bet he was. They were. All, they were crackheads. Could you? I mean, that is just crazy to me that all these brothers. They were all smoking crack. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so the Apple iPhone 5C. This is the one that the police didn't find, but they knew it was there. Yes. I don't know what excuse Keegan gave police when he was being interviewed or interrogated, and we don't have that document released. No. So I wish somebody. All the answers are in that original interview yep. that was documented and recorded. That's what I want to see. we can't even say interrogation because we have no idea how gentle. Were they being nice to him? Were they being No, I, they played good cop, Aww. bad cop. Yeah. Good, yeah. So? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they were super nice. Yeah. But anyways. I've never watched The Wire, so I don't know how that works. I don't watch any of that okay. stuff. Yeah. No. So he went back home. He said he found it on the microwave. Which makes no sense. Sure. I think the police were in the bathroom jacking off to all the new photos, personally, if you ask yeah. me, and just forgot to put it in one of the evidence bags. And um, he brings it back to police two days later on July 27th, and he had deleted Snapchat, Instagram, Meet Me. He deleted all the apps and factory reset it. So there's they were able to retrieve some stuff. Right. And he was searching, I think, some porn stuff. He was searching about DNA. Yeah. And that's on the murder sheet because the one, the copy that I have for the affidavit, it's yeah. all redacted. So, yeah, he was searching about DNA because they DNA tested him. And yeah. uh, anyways, so he, he didn't watch the wire either. Probably not. He's yeah. not he's not very smart, but I never thought about the different usernames. Yeah. I think that's what they probably do. I bet yeah. all these kitty porn people, men or whoever else. I, I don't think women are into this, but oh, God, I would hope not. Well, they'll do stuff. They'll bring in porn contraband for their husbands in prison. Yeah. They'll sell their daughters or sons or they'll participate, but they're not watching it online. They're not the consumer. I think it's absolutely bad to judge people, but I 100% would judge anyone that would do that. So Oh, I would totally judge. I'm a, I'm a judger. I From the minute I meet you, I am judging you nonstop. Everything. You know, that's funny that you say I I... You are. I'm and a judge. I kind of love that about you because your radar is good about people. So you'll just immediately go like, mm, asshole. And I'm like, she's right. There's very few yeah. people. It's very, I'm nice to everyone. I should. For, you really are. Yeah, no, no, no. But you know. But there's some people, and I give them like chances, but at some point, if I don't like you, you'll know. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll let you know. At some point, you will piss me off where I just if you snap. like someone they may not know sometimes I thought you didn't like me for a really oh no long time. I like you from the first time I saw you at the it was in Fountain Square yeah well I don't know the name of the mic it was the ice cream mic they would bring ice cream the, I don't know the name of the bar place dugout the dugout. dugout yeah yes 
a gag out. So I know I liked you from the because you're funny. Such a little comedy virgin. (laughs) So that's that's the phones. Um, Now, one thing I do want to talk about really quick. Do you remember when they bring up the ski mask incident? Yes. Okay. Okay. So we still don't know this. This is going to blow your mind. We still don't know how they got the tip that there was an adult male pretending to be. Or, yeah, to be an underage guy going around soliciting nude photos from yes. young girls. So they say somewhere in this interview that they refer to the, I don't think they say the town. They no. just bring up the ski mask incident because they said, here we have another Anthony Schatz. We have an Anthony Schatz getting an address from a female. And when she gets home from school, there is a man in a ski mask looking in her window. And he's like, that wasn't me. I mean, he's very adamant that that was not him. Yeah. And uh, it's the family that he knows. Mm-hmm. So I think it's probably in reference to the family that's in Galveston. Right. Which technically could be Young America. Right. We're talking. Th- they're right. Yeah. yeah. There's no. And also, there's no Young America High School or Galveston High School. No. They go to either Northwest or Cass County. These are sneeze and you miss some towns. Yeah. There's less Drive than 1,500 people. There's like a t- gas station yeah, and 75 churches. Yep. Lots of churches. Because they love their porn, but they love their Jesus too. And before we go any further, I just want you to know that in Miami County, which is where Peru is, if you didn't know this, Peru, Indiana is home to the Circus Hall of Fame. Yes, true. And the reason it is home to the Circus Hall of Fame is because for over 40 years, Peru, Indiana is where all the circuses would come in winter and stay and camp. And practice. And practice all winter. After the Civil War, a man, I forget his name, it's irrelevant. He came back home. He bought a bunch of circuses consolidated them into one that so man bought, is spinning in his grave yes you are and telling me this story and my name is irrelevant this is true we'll find it i'm from around up here so i it's trust me i know anyways so um and to he needed land to you know house all these circus freaks yes so he bought this huge farm from one of the miami indian chiefs because that's with where the indian tribes so in north central indiana there's still miami Indian. miami indians yes. i mean it's Land of the Indians. It's Indiana. So so they bought the farm, and that's where they wintered for over 40 years. And it wasn't until after the Depression that Ringling Brothers bought this huge, all the circuses, and moved them south somewhere warmer so they can winter. Florida. Florida. And, which is another... That's Convenient. a whole other episode. Uh, yeah, exactly. So (laughs) you get the picture, okay? Imagine Florida, but in... This, these little towns and counties that where there's nobody at all. So Delphi is less than, I think Delphi is like 20,000 people, or not Delphi, Carroll County is barely over 20,000 people. Yes. And Miami County is maybe 33,000 people to kind of, and they're right next to each other. And then in the, there's these little towns and townships that aren't even towns and there's maybe 1,500 people. Right. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. So, and not everyone. So it's circus freaks, Indians, and the Dutch. It was the Dutch that colonized that area. Oh, and the Puritans. Yes. Bunch of Puritans. So you get the idea. They're apparently no longer in the area. Yeah, so this is... Uh, no, they're still around. Really? I think so. Well, they, they're they not Puritans anymore, but they're the hoity-toity 
people that go to church like the and waspy. Yeah, the wasps. Yeah, the ones that can buy their way out of this kind yeah. of trouble. So there's, I don't want to say white trash, but there's the creek boys. They drink, they go fishing, they go hunting, and then they drink. The, they the term white trash. It's why well, I'm white. <laughs> I come from white trash. Okay, I can talk about this. So you get the idea. Yes. I'm trying to paint a picture for you. You're doing so, a great job. All right. By the way. So the ski mask. So he brings this up. They he vehemently denies it. But, I mean, you get the idea. I mean, they're talking about a family that he knows and a girl that he knows that he's admitted to speaking to, yes. okay? So I don't know if that was true because it was on February 19th, so it was just three or four days after the murders, right, right down the street. So you would think if someone called the police about that, there would have been that would have made the news. Right. You would think. Sure. Being two days later, but I don't know if that was a tip about the Anthony shots, mm -hmm. so they wanted to keep it quiet. I don't know, and, and, but police are allowed to lie, so we don't even know if it's true. Right. But what is true? Oh, I put it over here. And it's important to know that in towns like this, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. And everybody talks. They're about all related. Everybody. Absolutely. So, in 2010, so we're going, we're going a little farther back. I got this article off of the Pharaohs Tribune. I don't know if it's Cass County or, but it, it covers Kokomo and Del, Delphi, Peru, Logan Sport, that whole north central Indiana. Right. So um, apparently, on, did they give the date? It's May. I don't know exactly what the date is, but it doesn't really matter. On the 1300 block of East Roche Street in Young America, around 3.30 p.m., a young girl was home alone. Her mom was running late, taking her dad to the doctor. She'd just gotten home from school, and she reports that a truck pulled up in the backyard, and it was a white extended cab truck with gray trim, and a man in a ski mask gets out. He has gloves on, and he starts coming towards the house. The dogs start attacking him. And he makes some type of reference about, I'm sick of waiting, give me the dogs, or something like that, okay? And this is in 2010. And um, the mom gets home, they call the police, the police come out, they take a statement. The girl's statement changes a little bit. Eventually, at first, she was stated that he was there to kidnap the dogs, and then later, it became more he was there to kidnap her. Um, and I think the reason... This gets better. I think the reason she learned that maybe he was there to kidnap her was because that weekend before, um, there was a family, same 1300 block of uh, Roche Street in Young America. There was a family. They had watched. They had a movie night. It was about 3 a.m., and one of the young girls woke up, and there was a man in a ski mask staring in her window so close that you could see the fog, the breath fogging up. Oh, God. So the dad, she screams for her dad. The dad chases him out, can't catch him. The police come, interview the girls. They never, there was footprints, I guess, apparently in the flower beds. They never took pictures. They, there would have been DNA on the, the window. Just too much investigative work for these young yeah. American police. And this would have been Cass County. Yeah. It was Cass County Sheriff that came out and investigated it. Investigated it. Because remember, these small towns, they don't have police. They're no. too small to have a police force. Right. So... Um, but I did some digging, and Keegan Klein, his sister, his brother, and his mother lived in the 1300 block of East Roche Street. I don't know if it was at the time in 2010, Yeah. but they lived there for a while. It was after 
um, so that Tony area was well known to him. Yes. Yeah. So it was after Tony would have they him and his mother got the, they got a divorce. Yeah. So I because I could not find any reference of Tony living there in this house. I'm not going to give the address because they don't live there anymore. Right. But it was right. It was in the 1300 block of East Rose Street. So we don't know if it was Keegan or if it was Tony or yeah. but. And he would, Keegan, because it was in 2010, but it was in May. It was before his birthday. So he would have been 15, almost 16. Wow. And if you think, well, he wouldn't be driving if he was 15, not 16. You've never been in a small town. One, you've never been in a small town. And two, he admits in the interview, the murder sheet interview, that Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a license because he's not a car guy. You Remember, he doesn't even have his license. Right. But he also admits to driving a, was it a 98 Grand Am? An old Grand Am? Okay. So, obviously, he drives without a license. So, anyways, I thought that was um, interesting. And also, um, the nine-year-old girl that reported the the car, the truck, extended cab truck, um, she also played softball. And her softball coach, and it's kind of irrelevant, but her softball coach was a Kokomo police officer named Jeff Packard. And he was, you know, putting the information out on Facebook. But, again, Young America is 20 minutes from Delphi. Libby played softball. I mean, she would have been right. barely – she would have been a toddler at this point. But her it would have been her sister's age. Yeah. This nine-year-old would have been her sister's age at yep. the time of the murders. So – and, again, I, I would think that – because didn't, in the interview, the police say something about Keegan because he spoke to Libby – the first time around February 1st, February 1st or 2nd. Yes. And she was at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. So we know it wasn't at her house. Right. Okay. And he said the girl became, she was annoying or whatever, so he blocked her. Yeah. Which we don't know if that's true or whatever. But I wonder if it was this family. Right. And this young American. That's what I'm thinking. It keeps going back sort yeah. of. Yeah. So this. I think. Yeah. Yes. Does that, yeah, and we yes. don't because we don't know the names. No. Well, actually, no, we do know the name. I mean, I, I, that's why I didn't say right. it gives the the mothers both mothers names in this. Yeah, because they were really pissed off that the police never came and tried to, you do know, to, they even it. take pictures of yeah. the footprints. So, yeah, so I think it's this family when they talk about the yep. Libby at a sleepover and they're afraid of grooming. And yeah. I think this is the same one of the girls that he knew that he got nude photos from. Right. But I don't know where the tip came in. I don't think he went to the school, went to her window after she got off the bus. I don't think this, I mean, this girl might have sent Anthony Schatz her address. But I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong. I just think they knew about this incident. Yes. And then brought that into the interview just to see his reaction. Right. Okay. So that's what I think. But yes, this is definitely the family in question. Yes. So what do you think about that? Oh, man. Does that make sense? Okay, so what else do we have? Um, okay, this is all we have. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't need that anymore. Okay. So now, what do you think happened to the girls? Or where are we at now? The girls. Just in general. Just in general, what do I think happened? Because we don't know the cause of death. We know right. nothing. But you listen to the down the hill. Yes. Podcast. podcast okay and if you've if you're not into true crime and i'm assuming if you're watching this you're probably from indiana right because all these true crimes crime junkies murder sheet yeah there's a few other ones a lot of them are based here in indiana yeah and i think i'm telling you it's the circus freaks it's the puritans it's the witch trials and the dutch 
the Dutch. The Dutch. And also, side note, because I, I did a little deep dive into the kitty porn stuff. And up until recently, I mean, apparently, or not apparently, obviously, America has the highest percentage of consumers that yes. are into this. But we're also a wealthy country and we have all the electronics. So that makes sense. Right. But up until maybe three or four years ago, it was the Netherlands that had the highest percentage of consumers. And that's the Dutch, Dutch. <laughs> and Miami and Peru. And anyways, the freaky deaky Dutch. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, Elon Musk. Right. Maybe that's why you wanted to buy Twitter. No, I don't think that I like Elon Musk. I don't think he's into. I know you like him. I don't. You don't? I think he's a dick. It's a personal mm. thing. I think. Elon and I have history. I don't like to talk about it. Do you really? No. My ex, my my baby daddy, he, I, I, I'm pretty sure, makes parts for some of his rocket ships. Oh, wow. Because my ex is an aerospace engineer. And I'm pretty sure I've actually driven parts of the spaceships to Chicago for them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyways. That's but, way cooler than being a drug mule. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Like a space mule. I've, I mean, I've, tried, I've wanted to stop and get weed while I'm up there, yeah. but I wouldn't do it. Like, I, could, I would do it if I was dropping parts off, but last time I was up there, you had to show your vaccination card, ah. which I, I'm vaccinated, yeah. but I didn't bring my card because last time I was there... I didn't need a card. Yeah. So I was more unvaccinated this past time with the card. Right. So it may, it may anyways, I've I don't never asked. I've never been asked for mine anywhere. And I'm fully vaxxed and boosted. But and this I was in Chicago, though. I've been asked anywhere. Oh, they wouldn't ask Nobody here. Nobody here cares. No one here. Yeah. I never go anywhere. So, um, but yeah, no, Elon, moving on from Elon Musk. But no, I think anyone who is that intelligent, that smart, um, they they're just assholes it's just in their personality yeah i guess when you think about and he came from a very rich wealthy family right and but he still i mean he created paypal yeah but he's not a self-made guy you know come from like a massive yeah no someone like me is not creating a self-made guy like, come from where I came from. I like, had to fuck my way a in. A mom making $5 an hour, single, <laughs> raising two daughters alone, full on one day at a time bullshit. And then all of a sudden, I'm fabulously wealthy. That's a goddamn success yeah, story. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't happened yet. I I'm did it in, broke. well, I'm still broke, but I did it in two dicks. I brought myself out of poverty in two dicks. I love that. But one was a high school sweetheart, so that doesn't. I think that's nice. It's though. nice. And then. And he did well. Yes, he's in uh, Florida now. Oh. Yeah, married, kids. Anyways, and I, the winter circus is there now. I know. Coincidence? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, yeah. but okay. So moving on to so the murder, the down the hill podcast. You you listen to that? I know. I'm gonna yes. drink a, a white claw. I messed up. I should have got this. Is raspberry? It's not very good. Mango is really good if you're into. Yes, this is really good. Enrique Terrio likes the mango white claws. I like them. Who's that? The Proud Boys guy. I don't even know. I don't know any of those. So people. I won't drink mango white claws because fuck Enrico Terrio. I like mango. So I, I like anything mango. So, um, okay. So the murder, or not the murder machine, the Down the Hill podcast, which was a headline news um, operation. Yes. They did it. Okay. So it was also one of the interviewers was Barbara McDonald, and she was the woman that interviewed Keegan in jail, and she asked him about do you think the police are going to arrest you and all this stuff? And he says that he was a bounty hunter in Vegas. 
Yes. And they don't have the camera on her. They have it on him. And I think that was so wrong of them because if these people, whoever produced this or directed it, mm-hmm. when he answered that, the camera should have been on her. So we could have seen her expression because right. the reason Keegan said that was to get a reaction out of her. Mm-hmm. That's what these people are into. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Right. Besides the fact that the guy that jumped out of the bushes years ago when or when I was running on the Monon Trail, they're always around railroads. So in parks and anyways, yeah. jacking off, they do it for the reaction. Another time, this was my birthday, so I remember it very well. I was in Chicago. I had just dropped off the barely legal comic that I was having sex with at the airport so he could go home for the holidays. I love when it comes full circle. Yeah. So he, so he could go home after the holidays. Right. And by the way, he gave me weed. He was the one that pursued me. I just was talking to him because I thought he was really cute and funny and I hadn't seen someone that I was attracted to in a really long, long time. time. And oh, I think yeah. he might be Dutch. I think there might be something with this oh, Dutch stuff. Gosh. So I should probably do my DNA. You should his DNA. Well, both of ours. Whatever, both Dutch. Maybe it's the Dutch gene that is attracting. I think so. Anyways, young fella. Asexuality is that when people are asexual? I don't know. Anyways, whatever. Moving on. But I was at an Airbnb, and I had it was really cold that night. It was Chicago, and I came in and I went to go into the bathroom, and there was. I should probably say this first. The three there's three people that lived in this apartment. It was a boyfriend-girlfriend, so they shared a room. Then there was another um, male that lived there. He had another room, and I had, I was in the spare bedroom. And this was a, a college area of, yeah. I forget one of the, I forget which college, but so they would always have people in and out of that spare bedroom. So I was in the spare bedroom, Airbnb. I come in late because I was doing mics, and there I couldn't open the door because somebody was passed out on the floor. So I just assumed they were drunk, you know. So I go back to my room, and I really had to pee. So I didn't lock my door. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting, and I kind of fall asleep. And all of a sudden, my door creaks open, and in crawls, and he had his phone on and the light on, and he also had a porn on the phone showing it to me, (laughs) and he's crawling towards me. So I'm a deer in headlights, and he's like, I've been meaning to ask you something. And he keeps walking closer and closer. And I'm like frozen up against a wall. And I just said as politely as I possibly could, could you please leave my room? <laughs> and he stopped for a second. And then he left. So I got up, locked the door. I peed in my water bottle. Nice. I know. And then I got the hell out of there the next day. Necessity is the mother of all invention. But I didn't know about all these amateur porn sites at the time. So I think I'm sitting there in this little white tank top with my tits and nipples hanging out like deer and head, you know, like I didn't know about it. Some weird like I attract the weirdos. Well, we know that I do. Yeah. And I don't have, have. Have you ever had you'll be out in public? Yes. And you'll be getting out of the car. And a car, it's a truck or a car or some, it's rarely somebody walking. It's usually a man driving by and they'll be, Hey, your brake lights are out. So like you walk, okay, this has happened to me now three times in the past six or seven months. And I go to Jiffy Lube and my brake lights are not out. Right. And they look at me like I'm crazy. So I don't like, who's messing with me? Is it? Are they wanting you to pull over, you think, and get out and look at your brake lights? Well, I'm already parked. It's happened. So I think it just, it's some weirdo. Is that some weird code? I think it's it's the reaction. It's just to get, it's just to get you to look at them. I think there's different levels. I mean, it starts out. How lonely are people that you have to lie about someone's car 
I don't to know. get a conversation with I a think woman. it's always been like this, and I think the porn is ex- exaggerating hey guys, it. I have a tip for you, and I'm just going to put this out there right now. Before you murder people or trade porn or lie to women about their car, here's an idea. Just say hello. Yeah, they got Say you. hi. How you doing? You know? It's not that hard. That is so foolproof. When I want to meet someone, I don't say, hey, your tire is low. <laughs> and by the way, hi. I just say, hi. I usually don't talk to strangers. But no, I mean, it's just... And I, I talk to strangers. One more story before we move Surprising on. I'm still alive. <laughs> one more story before we move on to the Down the Hill podcast. This happened... Um, I know my daughter was probably five or six, five or six ish, and she has older sisters on her dad's side. So she gets a bunch of hand me downs, and she had gotten a necklace. It was a choker from one of her sisters, and it, it had like a cross or a heart or something. And we were going to Meyer, and she wanted to wear the choker, and I said no. I'm like, you're too young. You can dress up in that around the house, but you're not going right. to go to the grocery store and an adult choker. Right. I mean, you know. Yeah. And she was all mad, and she came out, she stormed in her room, and then came out, and she had these little wolf ears that she had gotten from yeah. Great Wolf Lodge. Right. So I was like, fine, whatever. You can be a furry. I don't care. You can sure. wear the yeah. you can wear the ears. So we're checking out, and this guy comes up, and he's a big guy. I mean, he looks like someone who would be in kitty porn, yeah. living in his mom's basement, and he looks right at my daughter, and he says, I really like your ears. They're really cute. And it creeped her out so much because I was in the process of paying. She yeah. walked underneath me when I'm like putting the card in the card reader. Yeah. And we just were like, thank you. And, you know, we're bagging up our groceries. So as we're quickly bagging everything up. Right. And he just has a gallon of milk. Yeah. So all of a sudden this old lady comes by with a cart full of food. And he, she goes, and she's old. She's 70s, 80s. Yeah. He's probably 40s, 50s, somewhere late 40s, right. mid 50s. And she's like, I told you it, you didn't need to go to the other checkout line. It would have been the same time. And he's paying for the milk. And I'm like, holy shit, that's yeah. his mom. Or maybe his grandma. Yeah. But I was like, did he get out of line and to come, come to just to, to, to compliment my daughter's ears? Yeah. Yes, I think so. That's so gross. So I think there's a lot of that going on. Ew. Yeah. Anyway, so... Back to... I have two daughters, and that really disturbs me. I yeah. mean, they're both adults, but you know that's still, it just, just bothers me. And they just did another too. bust in... That bothers me. Uh, somewhere in southern Indiana, they just did another uh, child pornography bust. Yeah. There was another one in, was it Logansport or Kokomo? Uh, I mean, they've been yeah. dropping like flies here. They've been, I think it's pretty much all over the country, and yeah. it's Homeland Security that's doing it. Right. Uh, so, I mean, they're federal charges. They're not state charges. Yeah. So anyways, but I mean, every few days they pop somebody. But you would think that if they could go after the people that are higher up, the people that make the websites, that design the programs. Yes. And there it's there's a lot of people that they finally every now and then they'll get someone in the CIA or they'll get a huge tech person that works for Google or Apple. And those never make the headlines. No. But if you do get on tour the tour website, yeah. they have investigative journalism, and oh, you yeah. can read about some pretty interesting people in the tech industry oh. that are into this, and they help make the laws and create the... This could be an entirely other Podcast, episode. yeah. It's seriously, but if you think about it for a minute, 
think about how we might hear about it if it's like a musician or an actor. It's only when they're famous. If they're fa- but we don't hear about these rich as shit like corporate CEOs that are into this like really nasty. You got to be foul famous. Shit, and they are probably more wealthy than these singers and actors and whatnot, and therefore their opportunities to purchase more and more degrading levels of filth are even more vast and yet we never hear about that shit no we don't because it doesn't it doesn't make headlines no one's gonna capitalism yeah you see you see elon musk sexual assault allegations you're gonna click on it you hear bob jenkins who the fuck is that head of exxon yeah you know you know anyways i don't know they're not a company anymore are they so i think they are are they? Yeah, Exxon. Are they? Yeah. I thought they. Who Did am they I thinking of? Who are the ones that fucked over their all of their Enron? Enron, Exxon. Okay, Exxon. Yay, keep Exxon. Stop so, gouging price gas. The gas prices. The price down gases. the hill. The down the hill uh, podcast. Yes. So they interview Robert Ives, who was the Carroll County prosecutor. He's yes. no longer. He's retired now. Yes. But he, they, they interview him, and he makes some statements. And I want to point out that, really quick, that the uh, podcast, the murder podcast, came out. Where did I write this down? It was February twenty twenty is when it started coming out. Okay. Um, and it was a five or six series, you know. Yes. So it went into March. So it was in February twenty twenty. And don't forget that Carroll County is different from Miami County, right. which is where Keegan and Tony lived. Yes. Okay. So I don't know how much communication that they do. And they're, they're all in the same. Yeah, they're all next to each other. But area. but I don't know if how good the communication right. is. But Robert Ives talks about um, how this scene, this murder scene, it wasn't your typical murder scene no. where you would show up and you could tell that you know two people were murdered here. Right. Which is odd. What? How can you not? What would be so strange about it that it wouldn't be obvious that two young girls were murdered? Right. Okay, and because we don't know the cause of death, no. we don't, you know, and and that in itself is interesting, bizarre. bizarre. Yeah, but he also goes on to say that there were two to three signatures. Yes, and, and that could be fruity pebbles. I mean, it could be a, a, a array of things that somebody would do. Right. I mean, it could be the tying them up. It could be leaving a sock down their throat or right. Silence of the Lambs when he leave the, the moth or whatever. So the, like their ritual. Yeah. It's kind of the ritual sort of of their yeah. thing. If we were talking about a serial killer, which we don't really know that we're not, but. So we don't know anything. They don't say what it is, but he no. said, I would say there would be two to three signatures that if this person was to kill again, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see these things pop up again. Right. Anyways. So we have that, and they've also stated that the bodies were staged. Staged. Which usually means if the bodies or body is staged after a murder, it's... It's been moved. It's It's been positioned. Yeah, and it's usually done to make it look like an accident or Mm -hmm. a suicide. Or it's positioned some way for like some symbolism to the killer so like, like a shock value so yeah. police are if shocked again for the reaction yeah. when they come in and you know you have a 12 year old spread yeah. eagle with you right. know her uterus cut out or something like yeah. it's people are sick all right right so 
And I don't think that's what it was. I mean, that's 100% what it was. I don't know. I, I don't no think idea. that. Probably I think, not. okay, so he said that. And yeah. he also goes on to state that because the Barbara McDonald's asked him, do you think these girls were lured there that day? Yeah. And he said, no, I think that would be, I don't think that's the case at all. I think they just happened to go for a walk. There's no indication that they were. And they happened to run into. Some guy yeah. who, you know, was just out there looking for a good time that day, right. you know. And uh, he, he doesn't think it was planned by the killer, which I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Who is out in the Moan on High Bridge walking around? It was in the 50s that day. Right. So and he was all hoodied up, up and, and he had a gun. He had a gun. You can see the gun. You can, you can see, see the, the gun. gun in his pocket. It looks like a twenty-two or yeah. a Glock nine. Are you inserting any pictures in this or no? I probably will. Okay. Yeah. So you can see the gun in I'm the sorry, picture. I didn't mean to just make more work for you publicly in the middle of this podcast. Yeah. But I just wondered. <laughs> yeah, know, I'm gonna put some pictures in. Okay. So you can see the gun. I think it looks like a twenty-two or a Glock nine. Those are the those are the two guns that cops use, right? Those are the two guns that you know. Those are the two guns that I know. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I do know on a twenty-two, you can use uh, multiple caliber bullets. Yes, and I think that's probably common for several guns. Right. But anyway, so I think it looks I like think a twenty-two. Most law enforcement use nine millimeters. I think it's as their sidearm. I thought it was a twenty-two. It was the most common. I am. I, my ex-husband is military, oh. and I know they use nine millimeters as their sidearm. And I assume that's probably the same for law enforcement, but I may be totally they, wrong. I think it, it's uh, maybe a 9mm and a 22. They switch. But I did read that because they, yeah. I read about, I was reading about that in the military, right. and they said the 9mm and then also 2020. It just depends. Or 20, yeah, 22, whatever. Anyways, I'm not a gun person, okay? It's a Magnum PI. <laughs> so I call bullshit that this prosecutor doesn't think it may not have been planned to kill right. Libby and Abby. No, it was But he, sure. he was out there looking for somebody to kill that day. For right. whatever reason, I don't know. But... Um, yeah, it's a nice day out. I think we'll go kill somebody. Yeah. So when I first listened to the Down the Hill podcast, which was ages ago, yeah. uh, you're left thinking, holy shit, this guy, like, you know, like Benny Han in them, like, yeah. you know, slice and dice them and right. he did all kinds of That's crazy stuff. Assumption. That's yeah. the assumption. Mm-hmm. And they also talk about finding a bunch of physical evidence. And he goes on, Robert Ives goes on to say, it was a lot of physical evidence that you would think that you would, you know, usually lead to a suspect, but none of this didn't. And it's probably not what you're thinking. It's probably not. So I just assume it's trash because it's in the woods. It's a big crime scene because you have to go from the bridge to where the girls were found. And it's a half a mile. Can you imagine the amount of trash that's found? Well, it's Indiana and we make a lot of trash. And there are a lot of litterers. Yeah. I'm thinking crack pipes. Meth, pizzles, pipes, whatever, Honestly, you know. Honestly, in my opinion, kitty porn, people who litter. A lot of clothing. Right fucking there. Yeah. Fucking litter bugs. So, that is my... So, But anyway, so, none of that makes sense to me. But it, what stands out is he thinks that it, it wasn't planned and the girls were not lured there. But that was in February 2020, six months before Key and Klein was arrested. Yes. Okay, so... Indiana State Police had all this information on Key and Klein for three years before they sent it to the uh, prosecuting attorney or the police or the Miami County Sheriff. Right. I don't know the order of operations. But they had that for three years before they sent it to Miami County. So I don't know if they shared any of that information with Robert Ives. Right. So, But the reason I don't think that they did is because in 
on February 11th, 2022, uh, Robert Ives, who is now retired, did an interview with ABC News, and he says that he thinks that time has passed, too much time has passed to keep the cause of death a secret. And he says, I would like to hear an explanation from those leading the investigation, which is the Indianapolis State Police, um, as to what the benefit, what benefit is gained with the secrecy of the cause of death. So now that we know that. Right. So I don't think that information was sent to Robert mm-hmm. Ives. No. And also, if you follow the case, you know, within this document leak, they also, and we didn't bring up Ronald Logan. Because that poor man, poor drunk, yep. who's a drunk farmer who happened to own the property where the girls were found. Yes. And there were multiple houses around that area. Again, yeah. we're talking, I don't know how many square acres he had, right. but it wasn't like it was on his driveway yeah. or next to his house. It was in a no, big, this huge is out open in the country. Okay. A lot of wide open spaces. Yeah. So, anyway, it just so happened he was on, he wasn't allowed to drive because he was a drunk. And that day, during the murders, he went to Lafayette to get fish food. He drove himself. As one does. And he has a receipt. And the next day, as the helicopters are still flying and they're knocking on his door asking if they can search his property, he calls a friend and says, hey, could you, if the police ask, could you tell them that you drove me to the fish food place you know he's a drunk he doesn't want to lose his license he doesn't want to get in trouble and he went there he did that he just instead of saying he drove himself he had someone say that he drove him but eventually it came out that he didn't and all this you know so at some point he became a suspect or a person of interest no one really thought he did it he was 77 year 77 year old at the time right so not that they he wouldn't have been physically capable of doing it it's just why the hell at 77 years old are you going to decide to go tell, kill two young girls? You right. know, it makes no sense. No. So, but they did search his house and that that search warrant was leaked and they were looking for uh, a bunch of electronic devices, devices, obviously guns, because you could see the person of interest had a gun, mm-hmm. um, animal hair, which I'm assuming one of the girls had a pet. Right. So that may, you know, or any, they didn't and they think or they didn't. The killer yeah. So I'm just assuming pet. I'm assuming that the animal hair that they found was probably one of the girls' pets. Right. Um, so all that stuff. But it, they also go on to say that both girls lost an extensive amount of blood, extensive they amount of blood, blood out, blood out. There's a name for it. I forget what it's called. But yeah, they Exsanguination. bled. That's it. That's the name. Yes. So which they, I think would be a killer name for a metal band. Exsanguination. That would be. Yeah. I was just the reason I know about the exsanguination. I was just recently doing a show, and one of the comics was a uh, not mortician, but she's like a, a she works in the coroner's office, right. or maybe oh, wow. they fix like the a bodies. Examiner or something. No, she does the. She works for like a funeral home. Instructionist. Yeah, they. Yeah, so she was talking about they. They had to fix somebody that was bulldozed. That was ran over with a bulldozer, a steamroller. And they can fix anything. I think at that point you just have a closed casket. Well, no, they and if you want, they can fix anything. They, she's you with the makeup and the. I mean, it's like Hollywood. They can whatever. But anyway, so the girls lost all their blood. Okay, so we know that. And Robert Ives knew that. He mean he was aware of at least the cause of death. Right. I mean he was at the scene. They called him at the scene. So and he says that this wasn't your typical murder scene where it was apparent that somebody was murdered. But they lost all their blood. Do you? So it could have been stabbing. No. 
because who's going to stab themselves? Well, exactly. So they had to stage it so it looked like a murder-suicide. That seems the most obvious because... So he shot one of them and then made it, tried to make it look like that uh, the girl who... That's what I think. ...shot herself then, yeah. and he just let them bleed out. Yeah, I think he shot them both in the head. Wow. And staged it to make right. it look like a murder-suicide because it couldn't have been a stabbing or... Yeah. Because that would have, whether there's a weapon or not, or however you stage that. Well, a knife would still be there if it was a murder-suicide. Yeah, but you're not going to stab yourself. I mean, I guess he could have slit that her throat. That takes a weird level of dedication to stab yourself to death. I mean, I guess you could slit your throat, but that Even would be... That. Yeah, I think he shot them both and made it look like yeah, a murder-suicide. I, I 100% think a gun was involved. And Well, we know he had a gun. Yeah. And if he stabbed them or even slit one of their throats or did any stabbing, it would be highly likely that there would be DNA. Yes. Um, and also, if you saw your friend, I know, and I've had a gun held in my head, your uh, prefrontal cortex shuts down. You're not even human anymore. It's right. the worst feeling in the world. So you're just kind of, you you do what you're told. Right. And, um, but... You're, you're, there's still stuff going on. So if you get a chance to fight or flee, and my roommate and her boyfriend were fighting, and I came downstairs, and he grabbed me and held a gun to my head and, you know, made me sit on the bottom of the stairs. And, yeah, you feel everything just completely yeah. shut down. And when they went back to fighting, I just bolted out the door. Yeah. So, and, and it's not, it's really weird because it's not till afterwards where you get safety that, your brain tells you why you did what you did. Right. Because it did happen. It's a very primal response. Yeah. Because the same yeah. thing happened um, with the Airbnb. Yeah. Because after I, I locked the door, I texted a friend, and the first thing that popped in my head was, oh, my God, good thing you didn't scream yeah. because you could have had a pissed-off female roommate now in here. It could have just or, – or the other guy. Like, you yeah. could have just brought a scene. You know what I mean? Anyways, yeah. it was – the thing with the the gun to my head, the first thing after I ran out and got to the neighbor's house and called the police, I wasn't afraid of him hurting me. I was afraid of him accidentally shooting her because they were fighting over the gun right. and then having to kill me. Right. And it's weird. It's anyways. Yeah. But um, so I think he shot them. I'm sorry that happened to you. No, oh, it's that's right. terrible. It's not. It's fine. Anyways, I'm like it's so long ago. But um, no, I think he shot him. Staged it to look like a murder suicide. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a knife, but... I don't see that. Yeah. And wouldn't the knife have been there? Because you would have to... If you killed one girl with a knife, whether you slit her throat or you stabbed her, you, that's going to cause the other... At that point, you're probably going to fight or try well, to get away. Was, that's what I was going to say. It would be hard to control one person while you're stabbing another person to death. Yeah. They're probably... At that point, you're, you're going yeah. to fight. So he would have to grab her with a knife, regardless of how shell-shocked fight right. or flight at that point you're gonna fight and try to stop it no sure. one just stands, stands there. there but yeah, yeah you will listen and let yourself be tied up and you right. know stuff like that um but yeah so it, it makes sense that it was a gun yeah so i don't know why they wouldn't release that and here's my question about that though if they tried to stage it as a murder suicide but they don't talk about retrieving a weapon i think they probably did retrieve it I, that's what I'm asking. I because I wondered about everyone's that. got guns here. Because you can I go thought, to a gun show. Yeah, it's nothing to find a gun. Yeah, it's it's yeah. You could go any. You could go to a garage sale here and, and get buy a gun. That is 100 percent legal to sell a gun at a garage sale. And I just found that out. I yesterday. mean, he could have scraped off the serial number. Yeah, 
I mean, we, we don't know. We honestly, have, he could have put a silencer on it. Right. And all this stuff about the witnesses, there were no witnesses. No. When they talk about this flannel shirt guy and this woman on the bridge, they really didn't exist. There's people who think they saw somebody there that day that right. had a blue jacket on. But it's all supposition after the fact. It's like, after the fact. They yeah. didn't talk to somebody. They didn't talk to a flannel shirt guy that day. They didn't talk to a woman. Well, on the Libby's bridge. dad did. Oh, okay. uh, when he and he yeah, he had just gotten there. Capacity. Yeah, he had just gotten no. there, and he didn't yeah. see. He just said that he saw a couple, and that's shady to me. If there were all these witnesses, yeah, there were no witnesses. No one talked because, yeah. and they didn't even release the sketches. The first sketch came out in July 2017, right. after the video. Yeah, and then the second one didn't come out until 2019, right. and it was a younger looking man, and the police. Doug Carter was like, it's moving in a new direction. We think you might be in this room, and we know you've talked to it. We know you, or we have probably talked to you. And I was like, well, if you've talked to them, wouldn't you know if they're in the damn room? Right. Like, who are you? You're not, listen, yeah, the Keegan Klein guy is pretty stupid, but he's not that stupid. Right. He already knows you have no DNA. Yeah. You have, I mean, yeah. you're just it's chasing your own tail and you look really stupid and there's two dead girls who have gotten no justice the parents have no answers no closure. and you're just running around doing podcasts and doing these press conferences where you're talking to the killer and yeah you're just talking to yourself yeah you're i mean you're, it's a joke it is a joke i if i would love to find out where doug carter lives and i want to go hide in his damn bushes and wait till he gets home and pop out with a damn squirt gun because i want to see the reaction on your face when yeah. someone scares the shit out of you yeah let's see let's let it happen to you and then we'll see how maybe you'll change your tune on maybe releasing some information because this is ridiculous. You're exactly right. I mean, anyone with a brain can read through this and figure out, oh, okay, it was probably a gun. Right. And there were no witnesses. Yeah. Or maybe if there was, I don't, I mean, maybe the rate, they don't want to release the cause of death because yeah. then it messes up their whole timeline and the whole, I, because would someone have heard a gun or maybe not heard a, a gunshot or it depends on the gun and how well, far away you are. Detective. But my opinion is that detectives are supposed to see a set of facts and then make a case based on those facts, that evidence. And in this case, what they're doing is taking what evidence they have and constructing facts to fit that evidence that aren't really accurate because they like that story better, in my opinion. I think they, I mean, I think because there's no evidence whatsoever, that they think that eventually whoever did it is going to talk. But most murders are sexual in nature. I'm pretty sure these girls were not sexually assaulted from what I've heard and read that they're, they weren't and sexually. And if they were, they're keeping that information really, really secret. Really and if they do, there's no DNA. Right. And the thing is, even if they, even if they, he used a condom or they didn't get semen DNA. You would still get like They have touch the DNA. Right? There's yeah, there would yeah. be touch DNA. There would be more than yeah. just the semen for the semen or whatever. So I don't I don't think they were sexually assaulted. Maybe that was the plan. I don't know. We know they were abducted shortly after two oh seven PM and Libby's dad was there shortly before three fifteen. Yeah. Plenty of time to rape somebody, but when you walk him a half mile and the phone is ringing before the dad gets there, it might have mess things up so anyways but yeah none of it makes sense and back to the creek boys 
Deer Creek, which is the creek the girls were found right on the edge, that creek goes all the way. You could follow it all the way. I, we were talking about this yeah. into Young America. Yeah. So, I mean, it, in my opinion, it was Keegan, I, I, unless it was just some rando that was out there. That and would for, be my other. For people who didn't grow up in the country or didn't grow up around these kinds of places, it is very easy to navigate by following a body of water like a creek. Yeah. So and they branch off into other creeks. That is the fastest way to get somewhere, honestly, if you're out in the country, is just follow water because you're going to get near a town eventually. And when you listen, did you listen to the, where they interviewed Keegan's brother? I don't think I heard Half brother? No. Okay, they talk about growing up and fishing over in Wild Creek. Uh... Yeah, Wild Wildcat Creek. Mm. And that's an over by Burlington. I think it goes into Kokomo and um, maybe Galveston. I'm not yeah. sure. But anyways, it's all right in that same area. Yeah. And Deer Creek, literally, you can take all the way to 219. Just go yeah. south and you're in Young America. Like right, right to the 1300 block. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's insane. And, and you can keep your ski mask in your pocket. It, yes. And when they say, uh, when the police come out and say all the time, uh, you know, somebody knows something. Yeah. I think it's the mom. Yeah. I think somebody, I think a mom or a grandma is missing a 22 mm-hmm. or a nine millimeter. But you don't know what you know if there's not, you know, they're thinking this guy hacked him to death. Right. Like he's a chef at Benihana or something. And maybe yeah, if they would have said think their kid is uh, capable of hacking someone. Yeah, death. but I guess he had really bad anxiety. Yeah, is what he says throughout the interview. He's never had a job in his life, but I, yet yes. he has all this money to go buy weed. I think he's probably on disability or something. He's definitely getting money How from do the you state. Get disability if you've never been on if you've never worked. I don't know. You could probably. I'm assuming if you were screwed in the head. Angle. I don't know. For those of you who have questions about disability, our advertiser today is <laughs> try BetterHelp. No, I have never. <laughs> but I, I, I do. I, I yeah. have a lot of questions. Yeah, there are a lot of un- unanswered questions. But what pisses me off the most is I honestly think that the police, Doug Carter, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have much faith in the police, and I, I don't want to harp on the police because I realize they have a hard job. It's Oh, fuck it. I, I mean, know. The police but, are, it's a joke in this country. Policing is a joke. But I mean, I, I think it, after You're not all, talking about your best and brightest. No, and that's a problem. Officers. I don't think we prepare police officers don't enough. Please me over for that. And I mean, yes, I would be, it would be very draining, one, to go arrest people that are constantly beating their wives and just dealing with yeah. the shit that you have to deal with all the time and then going to have to scrape up dead bodies all the time. That would be hard. I get it. But- this going on TV and pretending that you care, which you don't, you Doug don't. Carter. You don't no. give a shit at all. I mean, right. people who care yeah. do not hang on to this information that you, your office, the Indianapolis, or yeah, the Indiana State Police had for three years. Yeah. This man admitted to soliciting underage girls that he knew. Yeah. And you knew that. I'm sure you knew about this Galveston ski mask incident shortly after you arrested Keegan and you held on to the information for three years I mean did it take three years to get all the forensic back right because some of the devices did not have passcodes so you could have opened those and read them yeah I mean he admitted to speaking to Abby and Libby in the original interview according to the murder sheet podcast 
why did you wait three years to at least hand this information over to Miami County so they could arrest him? At the very least, the ball was dropped way too many times, and it, it shows just sheer... So did you think that he was all of a sudden going to, you know, admit to the crime when you right. went and did all these fake news conferences where yeah. you release these fake sketches yeah. that weren't real and then come out and say, oh, by the way, we're taking it in a new direction. And now we think it was the younger one. It's the yeah. younger sketch that's correct. Yes. I mean, they're not that stupid. No. These kids grew up on CSI and Law and & Order and... Oh, I mean, the wire. You're making. I've never seen that. <laughs> but I'm so. I mean, I have never been so disgusted. Every time I see that man, I am disgusted. Yes. And and also, what you think? Oh, we're getting justice because technically he'll probably be in jail for the uh, prison the rest of his life. No, that's what he wants. The fat fuck has never worked a day in his life. Yeah. Not once. All he wants to do is lay around, eat free food, and jack off to kitty porn. Jail is like the perfect. So all yeah, exactly. For him. He's yeah. going to be spending the rest of his life sucking correctional officer dick for kitty porn contraband. On the Way to go side. for free. Way to go, Doug Carter. Way to go. Yeah. You think he's going to admit to that in prison? Are you out of your mind? Right. And hey, guess what? I don't know. I'm not a police officer, but I know one thing. Pressure works. Yeah. He should have been arrested immediately because you had plenty of evidence to arrest him. Yeah. And he should have been sitting in jail instead of online reading about DNA and deleting his phones and all of his apps and coming up with a series of excuses. Right. And But Alibis no, and, pressure works. If you would have yeah. put him in jail, then you could have cracked him. If there was, if he really did do it, eventually you could have really probably got it, some information. If he really did do it. And if he didn't do it, that means that there is a killer walking around free out there somewhere. Yeah, well, that's there's killers all the time. But it's, it's rare when you, you kind of know who it was. And if you listen to the murder... Okay, this this was... I think this was in the second interview, or the second episode of episode, the interview. Yeah. Um, when the police officer is saying, you, you know, you have all this evidence, Keegan, don't you see? It's stacking against you. It's stacking against you. And they're talking about these images and timestamps. And we know he was the day of the murders. He was up at what eight a.m. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker did not get up at eight a.m. ever. I think he was probably up all night talking to Libby and Abby, right. or at least Libby smoking meth and jacking off. Yeah, I think he smoked meth. So that's baddest meth head ever. No, he's gained. He oh, wasn't so that he big. Wasn't, oh, okay. Oh, I was. He was chunky. Was a big dude. He was. He was a big guy. But not like. But no, not. Where fa- he's I would now. I wouldn't call. No, no, I'm not fat no. Shaming murderers. Either. Not at all. No, no, I'm not. It's not what this is about. He, at the time of the murders, if you go and you look at the pictures of him and his dad in Las Vegas, and Tony Klein blocked me, by the way. He blocked me, and I know he blocked me because I was in Kokomo the other day, and I asked somebody to look up Tony Klein, and there was his page, but I can't get to his Facebook page on mine. The only thing that is the only thing associated to Tony Klein from my end is this picture of a red Jeep. Yeah. And I don't know, and I did that podcast with uh, Tony Foxworthy yeah. where we talked about the Delphi murders, and I talked about when I was in college— I had a note on my, because I had a Jeep, because my dad worked at Chrysler with Tony Klein, and uh, I ha- so I got the A-Buyer, and I got a Wrangler. It's my favorite car, and some guy left a note on my car with a rose, and it said, Dear Red Jeep Girl. So me and my friends read it, and it had, like, a phone number, so we called it, and it was a guy that lived in uh, the dorm right, and we lived in Teeter, so there was this 
road and it was one way and I would always I didn't care I would drive up the wrong way all the time on this road because it was just more convenient right. so but his window literally faced me and my roommate's window so he would see me drive the wrong way but anyways so the only thing left of Tony Klein on my end from Facebook yeah. is just a picture of this red jeep and I talked about it in the podcast that I talked about Delphi yeah so I am convinced he's fucking with me but anyways you know stuff I want to interview Tony Klein yes I want it. I seriously, Tony, I'm on your side and I will do it at the Delta. We'll do it at the bridge. Yes. I'll dress like little John Benet Ramsey. Yeah. We can play Uno on the bridge and then you can get mad when I beat you and you can just pummel the shit out of me. Oh my God. Can I be the camera person? Because he's six. Tony is big. Yeah. He's tall. He's, he's over six foot. Yeah. Keegan's. 5'11", something like that. Yeah. He said that in the interview, and Tony is a head taller than... Right. So when they talk about Tony beating the kids and stuff, I mean, he wouldn't have had to hit you that hard. No. I mean, what the stuff that he did, I mean, it's awful. I don't want to get into it. No. But he could just hit you, and right. it's going to break You're gonna you. You're going to go down. You're going to go... He's a, he's a big, 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 big... Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's my... I want to interview Tony Klein. Oh, my God. I want that to happen so bad. I would. I so you can sign my tits, Tony. Tony Klein. We, I will let you takes, sign my tits. Whatever it takes, this has to happen. But yeah, that's my. Th- I think it was. Oh, but so when they're talking about the stacking thing in the pictures, yes. this is, and I don't. I don't think very few people caught this, but he was talking about um, a, a, some type of saved timestamp or something that they had of him speaking to Libby. I don't know if it was the night before the murders or at this original sleepover around February 1st or 2nd, but he was messaging back to her. She had sent him something, and his response was, what, this is a nude? What are you even for? Right. So I wonder if that was, I wonder what she sent him. Yeah. I wonder if he ever did get a nude, but maybe he blocked her and hopes that then she would go to Snapchat. Right. That's like a push-pull. Like, it's trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, who knows? Yes. But I have, this is, because I do, I'm a stand-up comic. So, I I do things, and I've contemplated doing this because it's it's opening, it's too personal on my end. But really, it's not. And because we have two fucking dead girls, I don't care anymore. Can we talk about, it was the... And I'm saying this. Let me finish, guys. I'm going somewhere with this. I promise I would not do this if I was not connecting this to myself and going somewhere with this. But can we talk about the fact that Libby lived with her grandma? Okay. It's always the girl that lives with her grandma. Yes, that's true. And I can say this because my mom was an escort. And my dad was in a biker gang that rode Harleys like yeah. Tony Klein did. Okay, and I'm a single mom now. And actually, the first time I smoked pot was with a girl that lived with her grandma. But it was my mom's weed that we stole. Ah. Okay, and I can talk about this because I'm a single mom now. And during the pandemic, my daughter, who's a she's a preteen now. So, well, it was like it was right after the pandemic. She started doing the cutting thing. You know what I'm talking about? I was mortified. It wasn't anything bad. It was she was using like my cuticle clipper or something. Anyways, and I'm not a therapy person. Like, I don't believe in the stuff. Like, my mom would have beat the ever living shit out of me if I cut myself. Yeah. Like, she would. I would never cut myself again. Trust me. My mom would have told me to quit being so melodramatic. 
and to do my homework. See, that's what I did. I, my mom I was like a lot of stuck into yeah. psychological problems. So me neither. Yeah, but she kept doing it, so I had to get her a damn therapist. <laughs> and don't you can't get a hold of these people. No, you can't. You cannot that's get true. a hold. They they don't have they don't have secretaries. They don't mm-hmm. have administrative assistants. They just have their cell phone and a. a uh, office and a uh, business center so thing. Want to keep all that four hundred dollars? Exactly. Anyways, so then when I finally do get her in therapy, yeah. and it was all about because she didn't want to play sports anymore. I don't know where she got this idea because she couldn't hang out with her friends because none of her friends play sports. Well, some of them do, but she couldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was right, and that's what I told her dad. I'm like, this has this is I don't know. She's doing it because she wants to hang out with her friends and she's trying to manipulate the situation. It is my daughter. She's all my genes. Trust me, she is. She's not you at all. Yeah. Like she looks like you maybe, but that's it. And. And then the therapist was, you know, well, she just doesn't want to play sports anymore. And yeah. this is her way of advocating for herself. And I'm like, no, because if she doesn't play sports, then she's going to sit in her room and stare at her phone all damn day. Right. Trust me. I don't care what she's telling you. Anyways, and I was right. So yeah. I have this huge thing with Internet now. And I do not think kids should be allowed to have any type of social media yeah. at all. I agree with that. Until they are 18. Because oh. it's social media. They don't even know how to be social, and they're not learning how to be social. And, you know, another thing is that I had to do, this pissed me off so much, is it was just like a year ago. And when I was taking her to therapy, I was like, listen, if you tell that therapist I smoke weed, you are staying in Child Protective Services. Like, I am too busy right That's now. I, I'm too busy That's right fair. now. I don't have time to get a lawyer. Yep. I don't have time to mess with all this stuff. This and it would another make, bunch of bullshit. You're on your own. Yeah. And that pisses me off because for weed, think about that could destroy my life. I know. And Joe Rogan smokes weed in Texas all the damn time, yeah. live on his stupid fucking podcast with some of the richest men in the world. Meanwhile, it could take me down. Right. So I'm just... Anyways, I'm going to turn that into a bit, but I'm going to start with the grandma thing. Yeah. And I didn't mean, like, there's nothing wrong with her grandparents were amazing. I just, right. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this, so. No, but really, it is. It seems like the troubled girls. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the inter- the all the, the apps and the internet, it's too fast. It changes too quickly. There's no yeah. way for parents to keep up. No. And to put spyware on your kid's phone, which is what I'm, I've, I've done, their phone has to be like updated and sometimes it doesn't have room because all their stupid games and it's just a pain in the ass kids should not be allowed to have any social media i'm 51 years old and i shouldn't be trusted with social media so i can't imagine letting a teenager have social media right now they don't know how to be social yet they're not developed enough to make the wise decisions and neither am i but at least i can pay my own bail money if i get they need to be outside they need to be playing they need to be getting in trouble they need to be learning eye contact and social cues thank you so you know when someone's a weirdo or someone you're pissing somebody off or agitating somebody or somebody likes you i mean and they're losing all of that and we're just sitting by and letting it happen and i'm pissed so that's my rant that's awesome though but you're right, and I think you're doing the right thing. That's just good parenting. And you know, another thing is also, I mean, a therapist saying, "Oh, you know, just she doesn't need to play. Don't let her play sports." You're supposed to be on my side. You right. know, it's wrong to sit in your damn room and stare at your phone all day. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, finally, I I just had to throw a shit fit with the dad and everyone involved, and I got my way. 
So she's just like me, but she's not. Yeah, so she um, resorted to a cuticle clipper. It didn't really. It doesn't really work that much. I've done more work on myself than I did with a therapist. But I guess the cutting thing is everyone, like a bunch of her friends, it's yeah. huge right now, and I don't get that at all. It's because they talk about it. They share that amongst themselves. It's some weird thing. Yeah, like, I don't. Look how deep I feel pain. Yeah. And we're going to get dragged for not caring about cutters. I don't give a shit. I do care cutters. about cutters if it's a genuine psychological problem. But it's not, most of them, they just. But uh, as moms of daughters, we know that our daughters can be oh my drama God. queens. And I don't mean that in, you know, like it's for real. But anyways, yeah. So I think when um, I'll post both of this, both both of these articles on my, um, well, I don't. I've already said the where you could find it. So, yeah, I'm going to post it. But I think maybe one of those Links girls. in the comments below. Yes. Yeah. So I think one of those girls may have been the Galveston girl that they're talking about yes. or family or whatever. And also be where they, they're they speaking about Libby being at one of these girls' houses because they played sports. Yeah. They talk about it in the article. And they also live 20 minutes from Delphi. And Libby lived out in the country. So yeah. we just don't know which outskirts of the country she lived right. on. So she may have been even closer to young America. Exactly. So anyways, that's Comedy's Dead. So what do you think? Oh, man. I think there's a lot that we don't know. But I think that um, there are people that do absolutely know what happened. I have my questions as to whether this guy is even guilty, to be honest with you. I don't know that higher up officials, just the things I've There's heard, no evidence. And I always want to, like, believe the conspiracy theory until it gets too crazy. But I do believe that somebody, it's quite possible, and I'm slandering people right now. Don't sue me. I'm broke. <laughs> but it's quite possible that some of these officials, some of these higher ups in the county in this, these small cities are all involved in this child porn sharing thing too. I and thought so, about that. And that is that's and I and I am a suspicious bitch by nature, but that is where my mind kept going while I'm listening to all this is if they were all involved in this sharing of these photos, it is so much better for them to be able to find a scapegoat that is already sort of a weirdo, an outcast. He's got a reputation of being a braggart, kind of a liar. Oh, yeah. You know, he likes to make up stories. He's a bit incelly. He's like the perfect person. And I think there's a good on. chance that he didn't, just because he was messaging them, because it's so common. Everyone, there, it, the numbers of people that do this yeah. is... It's staggering. It is. It is staggering. And it's the, and it keeps, <clears throat> it, it keeps increasing every year. So there's a problem. And? This is something, we haven't talked about this. This is something that, with uh, the, the girls were found at the edge of the river, right? Mm -hmm. Like, right on the banks. There was a movie. Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going there. I'm a little drunk on this one white claw. <laughs> there is a movie in the made in the 80s with Keanu Reeves and Crispin Glover called River's Edge. And it's about a high school boy who murders his girlfriend and tells everybody that he did it. The body lays there for, like, three days. And nobody does anything about it until one kid, like, decides to do the right thing and call the police. Okay. And his friend gets arrested, and everybody hates him. And this was, like, a real thing. And I swear to you, one of the first things I thought when I was reading about, like, the positioning of the bodies and listening to that sort of the staging, and we were talking about it earlier, was it's so much like that movie. <laughs> and that would end, and I know this is such a weird stretch, but that would indicate somebody older 
in a way. It's almost like they saw that movie and had it in their mind when they were. Well, and, and another thing I think of. Because and that would indicate an older person. And the person in the photos, they the, the original trail photo, they were like, it does look like a middle-aged person. Yeah. It does not look like a 20-something-year-old. No. But I think they got that sketch just from the blurry photo. Right. But when I, when I was listening to all this, one of the things that popped in my head, because he, Keegan does admit to speaking to Libby, and then it would maybe he thought it was one of her friends, or you know, so that that kind of goes back to the whole family over in Young America right. or Galveston or whatever. But um, it did seem maybe let's say he did get a photo of Libby, just topless or whatever, right. anything that a girl would do. We don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. He definitely got some photo of something yeah. according to the police investigation. So what? And this would maybe this was around the first or second. So that was a full two weeks before they were murdered. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what if he, when he was talking to one of the other pedos online where you're trading your photos, mm-hmm. what if you don't know who these people are? Right. What if he traded a photo with a police officer? Does any police officer in Indiana, it doesn't even have to be Carroll County or Miami County. That's absolutely correct. So now, now the girls are murdered. You have, and I kind of thought maybe that was the tip. I thought maybe yep. somebody called or somebody said, look, I, I'm into this, this, you know, I kind of, I kind of wondered about that. Yeah. There's just a lot that they're not talking about and why, because there's no reason. There's no reason not to talk about it. There's no reason to not come out with everything that they know. Well, because there's, there's zero evidence. Yeah. There, whatever, whoever did it, there is zero evidence whatsoever that can link anybody to those girls. So there, the, the idea is to keep it quiet because eventually they think that, and they say that it's common. It's not common. There's no there's no commonality among no. serial killers. Some people talk, a lot don't. Yeah. So it, it's a gamble. I would think it's a serial killer would behoove you to like yeah if keep your mouth shut and so, not tell people. So if if it was Keegan, I don't think he's gonna admit it when he's in prison for all the kitty porn. Right. And he there's a new if you get on my case, you can read all the charges. Yeah. There's a new charge. There's a, a charge from 2020. Mm-hmm. So he was still doing it. Yeah. They don't just quit. No. And he sold all of his phones no. and, you know. they. And that's where I wonder about his dad. I think if his dad was into it, it would. they would have known by now. I think they would have connected it somehow. They would have figured it out. Because yeah. they're busting people left they and had right. All their, that's true. They had all of his devices. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could be. I, I just don't think, you know. That's just wild. And what I, another thing that really upsets me is that friend one, because they redact the name, yeah. that he supposedly moved to Las Vegas with, that he was a single dad and he had two kids under, like, third grade. Right. What's up with that? Yeah. Has anyone contacted this man? Right. No one thinks that Keegan actually lived in Vegas with this guy, but did this guy even go to Vegas? Yeah. Is he just living in fantasy land? Yeah, who the hell is this person? And what about these kids? Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff. That doesn't too many unanswered questions. Yeah. And everybody is assuming that they know what happened. When the truth is the more you look into this, the more you realize they don't know shit. And Keegan lies. Yep. So, and a lot. Oh my god. Oh, and that is the thing. That Anthony guy Schatz. is a liar. Okay, so here's another thing. Oh. Anthony Schatz, the last name, they, he just spelled it S H O T S. Yes. But his name uh, Keegan Klein's neighbors, the lady that lives across the street mm-hmm. from Tony Klein, yep. is a Schatz. Yes. Schatz is a very common last name in that area. Right. Only it has two T's instead of one. And there was a recent arrest. I don't want to go 
I don't know if given to names, but there's mm-hmm. been a lot of people arrested here recently in that area. Yeah. There was a guy, his name was James Rippey. You can say that. He was arrested for possession and production. And he had kids with the shots. Mm-hmm. He was in a relationship with the shots. Yep. And um, when you think about the Emily Ann, because if you're going to get young girls to send you nudes, right. a lot of times you're probably going to have to send them nudes. Right. Because I, I get nudes from the the comic all the time and I show him to my gay gay hairdresser because yeah. he's like a really anyways so so anyway, anyways, so he'll send me stuff all the he's time he's a discerning connoisseur yeah so like I would yeah. never willingly send photos of myself to somebody if probably they didn't prompt me and send me something right so but Keegan Klein couldn't send his dick pics true that would be horrifying to a young girl that is true so he has to get dick pics of a teenager yes so, if you make a fake Emily Ann account and it's this hot girl, think about what a, a hot girl account yeah. could get from a bunch of teenage preteen boys. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. All so there was a bunch. Yeah. Weenies. So, yeah. anyways, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get male pictures too, but there's and I think I could be wrong about this, but I think there's a connection with Keegan Klein and the James Rippy. I could be completely wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised. Because this James Rippey, who's way older, yeah, like well, maybe more. He's thirty-eight, yeah. so he's over ten years older than Keegan. Yes. But he—he's definitely a meth head. You could tell by, oh, yeah. anyways. But he had a bunch of young girls hanging around his house all the time because of drugs. Yeah, I think they were all over twenty. They were all yeah. over eighteen. But I wouldn't be surprised if somehow through one of these connections, because all these people know each other, yeah, that. Rippy babysat him or watched him or spent right. a considerable amount of time with him because this guy was into kids yeah. and he was making it so I, I don't know how he was doing that nor do I really want to think about it but I think it could be possible that he at least turned Keegan on to this type of right. stuff I think there's a, a connection there's always there in my because opinion, I did some has to be some defining moment because I this. because I did some Facebook stalking yeah I went to the James Rippy page all his friends are like fake girls. Yeah. But he ha- he listed his fiance, so I clicked on her, and her stuff was not private. You could see everything. Yeah. And it's private now, and it should be private because there was a lot of disturbing stuff because you see kids and his kids, and it really fucked with my head. Yeah. But anyways, there I went down to some of their videos, and um, and this is Facebook, by the way. I can't right. believe this wasn't flagged. Yeah. I mean, there was some stuff I was like, "What in the world is going yeah. on?" I mean, if I was, oh my God. Anyways, so I, some of their videos, I went down, and this must have been when she started dating this James yeah. Rippey guy. Somebody had posted, um, they were just astonished or upset that she was even talking to this man. And they go on this back and forth argument, and they were talking about the Delphi murders and the investigation, and the police interviewed this guy. Yeah. So there's more, there's oh, yeah. there's a connection to there's at least Keegan. Relationship. I don't, know, yeah. I don't think it could have anything to do with the murder. No, but, but I think Keegan, I think that might be one of the friends he was talking about, yeah. and I think it's probably friend one, yes. or it could have been the friend two in Vegas yep. that they were talking about. But anyways, I think that guy could have turned Keegan on to the porn, right? Because sometimes you get turned on to it at a very young age, yes. And then some people are just born pedophiles. That's what they're attracted to. Yeah. So. But anyways, that's we'll see. I don't think anything's gonna happen with any of this. No, probably not. They're gonna go to jail for making yeah. kitty porn, right? And having it, but and yet in the meantime, two young girls are not with us anymore. Yep, and there are no answers. And I don't think 
anyone under the age of 18 should be allowed to have social media. I agree. Until they learn how to be social beings outside with other social creatures. Yeah. Exactly. They should be, yeah, yeah, they shouldn't be staring at a phone. And I. So do you think that social media has just made us all worse people in general? Yes. I do too. Be, especially, well, not you and I, because we didn't grow up with it. No, we're pretty awesome. So, but this, young kids. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Me- it's changing no. their brains. Yes, Their I chemical agree. process, and I think it's horrible. Yeah. And it's just too easy. Like, pedophiles used to have to work. Like, if you wanted to get it, you had to go out and not be creepy. Yes. You, you know, like, you had to go talk to the you kids. You had to, like, put in some Get a puppy, time. some candy. Have a personality. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't be some scary... Creature living in your parents' basement. Ski mask. Yeah, you have to like put in the work. Have balloons. You had to find some girl, and you had to come up with a story. You had to approach her and get her to trust you. Yeah. Now you can just steal some male models account. Nobody builds relationships anymore. No, that's the problem. It's all instant gratification. It is. Kids should not be allowed. I'm going to be the most hated person on this planet. But trust me, kids, you don't need social media. No. You need to be hanging out with your friends, That's getting how in you trouble. wind up dead in the woods. Yeah. Because they don't know. They don't have any social cues. No. These kids don't really know how to interact with each other. I mean, I, I even help coach volleyball. I, I see it. Yeah. They're not. When I was 15, I met a guy at, at Jungle Gym's arcade. And he was the tokens guy, you know, with the little thing that he did, you know, got the, gave you your tokens. They didn't have the machine then. They actually had an attendant that would, like, give you the tokens. This is back when you had to <laughs> go to an arcade to play video games. I'm that fucking old. And the guy that worked there would always try to get my best friend and I to let him give us a ride home. And he was probably in his mid-20s, and we were, like, 14, 15 years old. And I remember just, you know, thinking on some primal level, oh, that guy's a creeper. Yeah, well, like, there's no, but nobody knows that now. Like, you can you can portray yourself to be anyone you want when you're on these yeah, apps. And when I was my daughter's age, yeah, me and all my friends, we had creeper stories. Yep, of being out riding our bike, right. and this person or that person and oh. this. And the, the, there would be, like, a creepy guy at the park. Yeah. Or I remember, because I, I grew up in South Florida, too, and we were poor, so we lived in a lot of apartments. Yeah. And there were always, like, the creepy adults that would be around the kids, and we right. called them out. And everybody knew. That's exactly and everybody right. Knew, everybody knew, and you knew were warned. This the creeper. And, this and you could the, point them right. out, and you could, you could your brain. You warned the other kids. That's the creepy guy that nobody talks to. And you were yeah. able to make associations. Exactly. Like, they say this, they do this, they'll, yeah. you know, they'll argue be at the park before all the right. kids get there yeah and they always have something to talk to you about they're always doing something something yeah. to draw you into them and yeah. the kids don't get those experiences anymore no. and it's a problem that's right so vote for me anyway i'd vote for you i don't want to run 100%. i wouldn't i could never be i could never be a politician i, I would tell so many people in my closet i well i don't have so much skeletons oh, but I like i would just tell too many people off but anyways, I killed the guy. So that's comedy's dead. That's been two hours. I think people are watch. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you. And if you know Tony Klein, Tony, uh, Tony, I will let you Reach sign out. my tits. You can sign them, and then we'll go to the keys. And if you can get me an A buyer on a red Jeep, I won't suck your dick. I would not suck your dick for that. But you would. No. no? Maybe for a free for a, Jeep. A free Jeep. A free Jeep, I'd I might. i for a free Jeep. Yeah. 
But anyways, I'll let you side my tits. There. And we can do two interviews. We'll do a serious one. Yes. And we could do a funny one. Yes. And I would even let you maybe approve some of the questions. I wouldn't ask you anything like hard or really right. about personal about your kid. I get it. I have a kid. And you know yeah. what? There's places we want. You get go. what you get. It's yeah. not always, you know, your fault. But mm. anyways, so that's Comedy's Dead. Like, follow, subscribe. And until next time. Peace out. Bye.